episode number 393. And shared purpose happens at two levels. One is it's shared by the executive team. So if you're if you're not just the the on your own solo entrepreneur, but you got an executive team that that works with you, if they don't buy into it, forget it, stop it, start again. So that's the shared by, and then there's the shared with, it's the shared with all stakeholders, everybody inside your company, but also stakeholders outside the company need to know what your purpose is. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello, and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up. On days like this, though, I'm extra fired up. I got a little extra coffee in the tank. I got a little extra energy, juice, fire, fuego in the belly because... We're going to be talking about your soul. We're going to be talking about if you're a business, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're starting out, if you're a huge business, your corporation must have a soul. If you are a small entrepreneur, your must, corporation must have a soul. And if you're just a human listening to the show, you must have a soul. You know you got a soul. And we're going to lean in and talk about someone that has, has a book called Building Your Corporate Soul. And Basically, thinking about the future of business has to have a soul. You must have a soul. Uh, and we're going to talk about what that is. And uh, and the gentleman that, that wrote this book, Mr. Ralph Specht. Ralph, are you ready to be real? Absolutely. It's my pleasure to be on the show. Absolutely. I am absolutely happy to have you on our show today. And when this, uh, when this show came across, I was like, this is incredible. Talking about the soul. You have a soul index, a soul check. Talking about the soul news. Talking about... And then obviously the book, Building Your Corporate Soul and uh, Powering Culture and Success Through Your Soul System. So take me back into your journey. Um, uh, have you always been interested in writing books and stuff like that? Or where where did this come from? Where did this come from, my man? Well, you know, the funny bit about my story is that I actually started with, uh, at the time, the world's largest publishing company, which was oh. back in 1980, three, four, so you can get a sense of uh, the uh, terrible price I had to pay in terms of maturity. Right. That's what, that's what age is, right? So, um, so I started there, but then I went into advertising and um, uh, Spent a lot of time, 22 years with McKenna Erickson. And, and uh, yeah. back in 2011, um, a um, former colleague called me up and said, listen, I'm doing a startup here. Would you be interested to join? And after he told me what he was up to, I said, Steve, you know what? I'm your man. Let's do this. Um, the, Spark, <clears throat> the startup was called Spark44. It was, a, was an industry first joint venture with Jaguar and Land Rover. Ooh. We started with four offices. LA was one of the locations. So close by to you. And um, uh, actually, we developed the, the company from uh, four offices and 80 people from the starting point. And when I left, uh, by the time I had uh, become CEO of the company, uh, when I left, we were 1,200 people in wow. 18 offices worldwide. So wow. you can imagine quite something. Wow. The moment, I, the moment I, I left, I received tons of messages from my peers, from my colleagues, like you would expect, right? And um, But the messages that I received went beyond what you would normally expect from 
a farewell message to your boss, right? Mm. And when I was contemplating about those, and I always looked at my iPhone at the time and the WhatsApps and, and all of that, I actually thought this is actually too good to just be stored on my iPhone. There's a bigger story here. Because everybody who sent messages looked into what had been built and what have the, what they had been part of. And as I was the last of the founders who was uh, leaving the company, right. um, there was a bit of a question mark, kind of, where is this going? Right. And so after contemplating a while, I thought, actually, you know, this deserves a book. And this is how Building Corporate Soul got going. And that was like good, good two years ago when I started writing. Wow. And so that's what part of the process is. It doesn't happen overnight, folks. And uh, shout out to you, my dude, because just like myself, that's now coming up on almost 400 episodes. This might even be our close to our 400 episode and uh, over 10 years. People always said in the beginning, oh, you're going to do a podcast. Okay. This was a long time ago before podcast is popular before that. And then there's a lot of people who said, I'm going to do a podcast or write a book or write a blog, but then they never do it. You know, they just never do it. They get too busy or they're flying on a boat somewhere or traveling life. But the thing I love about books personally is you're putting your soul into the book, your knowledge into the book. And if someone adapts and reads that in the time that it takes them, maybe it takes them a day, maybe it takes them a week or a month to read the book, uh, you're giving your life's knowledge to them in a piece of content that they can now absorb, share with others, pass on the knowledge. And that's the beauty of, of the book. And I, I commend you uh, like I do for like Ray Dalio for writing his principles and for, for anyone that has made a lot of success in their lives, but then gives back is that this is another form of giving back in a way. You know, obviously there's a little monetization around it. You want to make a little money. Let's, uh, let's be really get my man some money. Let's go. Let's get sell some of these books. But that's because he needs to write the book because it costs money to put the book out and, and, and things like that. We got to recoup some of those costs. But the biggest shout out to I'll say to you, my dude, is that it's so important. It's so important to remember, like, don't give up on this. And you you got the book in your hands. We were just seeing it here a second ago. He's got the finished product. He said it's Christmas. It is Christmas for him. Um, yeah, right there. And there's nothing like that. So I got to get the book, too. I gotta, I'm going to have to put that on the uh, on the list here. Uh, to follow up with you on, but, but the most important thing now is, is, is talk to me and tell me about when you are writing this book, who do you feel like you're writing the book for? The book is dedicated to leaders and future leaders. Got you. Right. Right. Anyone that has an idea that wants to expand or they're already huge right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, obviously when you, Think about corporate culture because every company has its culture, right? There's no company without a culture. Right. But but obviously, not every company is what I would have called or whatever what I call has got soul, right? Is something different. Yeah. And um, when I received those messages and I started to write the book, uh, what I was going about was to look at how you do it. Because obviously, in hindsight, there's a lot of things that you know you've done and that uh, delivered. And sometimes it's difficult because you just don't know when, you, when you're starting. And yes. I thought what would really be helpful is a, is a framework. And this is what the soul system uh, is. And, 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 and that's what I developed. And the book is actually not a book about our company, our, about Spark 44 at the time. The book is inspired by, by some of those things that happened. It's actually a 
state-of-the-art piece of research of the current pieces of information that are available. Um, it covers multiple com uh, companies, tech companies, uh, companies that are well-established, like Hilton Hotels is mm. one of them, um, but also companies that have only been around for not so long. Sometimes it's difficult to say startup when you're talking about the likes of LinkedIn. It's like 20 years uh, available, so right. no longer a startup. Right. But obviously, some of the essence of when it was a startup is living through to this day. And that's, I think, one of the things that are worth understanding. And so that that's that's uh, the way I created uh, the book. Lots of research in the book. There's lots of studies that basically make the point. And I thought it would be good to have all these studies in one piece, so that it's very comprehensive and people can 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 get it. But the core is the soul system, uh, which I'm happy to explain in a second. Yeah, take me into that because I always think of it like the soul is the beating heart, the the lifeblood of uh, of our human essence. It keeps us alive. I really do believe that. You know, you know, our soul active, wanting to stay alive, things to do, a lot of things going on. When we start, they say, you know, retirement, your brain just doesn't have as many challenges, doesn't have as many things to do. And next thing you know, your synapses don't need to work as hard and your soul doesn't want to be here as much, you know? And we don't know all the answers. We don't know all the choices, but there's got to be something, something, a piece to that. And it's the same with the business. If you... Man, I mean, I remember, I remember when 2020 happened, we started taking cancellations in our social media business. And it was like, dude, what are we going to do? Because we didn't do anything wrong, but our customers are being put out of business or they are being told not to operate. I can't build them. I can't charge them ethically. It wouldn't be fair. We had to adapt. And our soul, my soul was like, dude, okay, I got this. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to find a way out this. And I did through a sports car business, which I created, which is epically different uh, in a different space than, than uh, the other business because cards can be sold through the mail and you don't have to worry about touching customers and it could be you know basically if you want to call it 2022-ified where you have to do things online and people are shopping on eBay and there's live sale auction sites and things like that and the social media and uh, and it's scalable too for me because I don't have to speak to customers, which I don't have a lot of time in my life. But someone can come to our show right now, Ralph, and they could be buying cards from us on our eBay store, and and we're making money as we are talking today. And and that those kind of businesses are beautiful too. But it, like I said, if I didn't have the soul to say, hey, if I don't do this, our team that's working on this business is not going to be here. So find something else. And then the soul that I have is just, hey, give, 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 give give cards, give things constantly in this business. And it's provided us a ton of abundance um, and, and helped our other business stay afloat. And so I'll be I'm just giving you guys a transparent story into how my soul has adapted our business. Uh, uh, but take us into the soul system. Take us into the process of, of, if you want to call it, making a system around how to build a soul inside your business. Yeah, I think it starts with being clear about why are there in the first place, right? So um, at, the, at, the, at the center of the soul system framework is purpose. And obviously we've had purpose discussions um, for the last 15 years, left, right, and center. Right. Um, so what do I think I can add to that, right? I mean, it feels like everything has been said about purpose and I think it has. Mm. One thing that every now and then 
is being talked about is actually what I think is the key element of, uh, of, of the purpose discussion, because you can have the best wordsmithed pur purpose statement in the world. If nobody knows about it, it is so damned useless. Right. So that's why I call the purpose of the center of the soul system, the shared purpose. Shared purpose. And, and shared purpose happens at two levels. One is it's shared by the executive team. So if you're if you're not just the the on your own solo entrepreneur, but you've got an executive team that, that works with you, if they don't get it, if they don't buy into it, forget it. Stop it. Start again. Because if 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 that isn't happening, you got no chance. Right. So that's the shared by, and then there's the shared with. It's the shared with all stakeholders, everybody inside your company, but also stakeholders outside the company need to know what your purpose is, why you're here, because then they can um, also think about whether they want to do business with you, whether they think you're doing a great part in society and the communities and, and, and for the families and everybody else. So shared purposes is at the center. Once you've got that, Second level is what I call the shared understanding, because obviously from the purpose, you work out, work your way through the next level of strategic uh, elements. You define your vision, you define your mission, you define your values. And from my point of view, when it comes to corporate culture, you should also define something else, which is what I call spirit. Spirit. To me, spirit is the intended corporate culture. What is, how, how should it feel when you're coming to your place? Mm. What should the experience be for employees, but also for customers and for anybody else who's who's attached to the business? So you got your shared purpose and you got your shared understanding, which is basically the theoretical part, right? Once you've got all these things sorted, you're in a good place. And as we all know, everybody who's been in business or who is in business knows the rubber hits the road when the business starts, because then a lot of things don't happen exactly how you think they will uh, happen. Lots of things happen in the meantime right. and things work out and others work, don't and, and all the rest of it. So we had shared purpose, we had shared understanding, and now we're getting into shared behaviors. Ooh, okay. Okay, so because if you have everything sorted out in theory, it doesn't mean a fucking thing if people don't act upon it. Right. right. So you've got to find behaviors across all areas of the business. How do you hire people? How do you promote people? Right. How do you find partnerships? Which which companies do you partner with? Mm. How do you make your customers not just customers, but actually fans or followers of, 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 of your company or your brand? Mm. So these behaviors which help you join us significantly if they very quickly see, oh, okay, that's the way they do it here. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, it's a, I hadn't thought about it. Well, this is different than what I knew, but actually kind of makes all make sense. So getting the shared uh, purpose, the shared understanding is a theory um, into one place and, and then working on the shared behaviors and making sure they connect. And if you have the integrity of these three elements, Mm. You're very close to having a company with a great soul. Mm. And obviously, um, it's like everything in, in, in business and in, and in life, nothing's forever. So you got to work on it. It's like, if you think you got it, great. Make sure you think think so too the next day. And, and uh, the way I, I'm always 
putting it to leaders, when they ask me, I said, well, if you tell me your company has, has got soul, good for you, nothing wrong, <laughs> uh, congratulations. But actually, I want to hear it from the horse's mouth. I want to hear from the people that work inside your company because they can tell you whether your company's got soul. If you think you got uh, your company's got soul, well, hopefully um, you're close to reality. But <laughs> We're not just a fairy tale because let's just be real. Anyone can say, oh, yeah, we do all this and this and this, but you can not be doing any of that stuff. I mean, literally people you know, get caught in those kind of issues all the time. It's even happening more and more even to the sports card hobby that I'm in. People say they're going to do this and do that, and they do that. They don't do that. Where they sell you a fake card, or they do something different, you know. Uh, and there's always going to be those kind of things, especially as money uh, increases on a value of an item. There's going to be people more like just in the art world, but trying to make a fake a Picasso or fake a you know a big piece of art because the value of that's so high that, that a good fake, if pulled off right, they make a lot of money, you know. And so, uh, in anything, you know, there's there's the only way of really knowing that is from your customers. And from your employees, right? From the team, like you talked about, from the horse's mouth, from the people that are working for you, and from the people that you are serving as your customer every day. And those two people power everything, right? Like those two people, the customers that are coming in every day, power your sales, your revenue, your everything. And then the people that are working there are the people that make that whole thing happen. If you didn't have those two people, you don't have a business. Bye-bye, Blockbuster. Bye-bye, Sears, you know, Sears Roebuck, which was well, it was like 3% of the gross domestic uh, uh, capital or whatever, the sales of the whole country of the United States at one point. And that's evaporated over time due to Amazon and Costco and Target and Walmart slowly eroding away at the biggest company in the entire basically world at that point, you know, Sears uh, years ago. I don't know. Uh, you know, that's obviously it's an interesting story because they could have obviously bought a lot of these companies. They could have changed the model. They could have taken in and repeated some of these cycles and they could have probably figured out, hey, people want discounts. People want wholesale. People want, you know, online. And then they could have been in all those ones, you know, just like they talk about, you know, Blockbuster could have bought Netflix and could have bought a lot of these companies and they would be a whole different company if they, because I think that's part of what you're talking about too, is like your soul gets content thinking that you are um, doing everything right. And you might be, but things are evolving amongst your eyes that you have to constantly listen to your customer, where they're going, where they where they buying at, are they going somewhere else? And and most employees aren't going to say, unless you talk to them, are they're not going to say, hey boss, uh, we're down revenue because they want to keep their job. Gonna, hey boss, guess what? We've been not selling as many things lately. They don't want to tell you that because they want to keep their job there. You know, let's just be real. Uh, if they have a different type of soul though, in the company culture, maybe that's different, you know, maybe that's different. Absolutely. And they can Absolutely. pivot and say, Hey boss, we're not doing as well. What can we do? What can we do different? The boss says, Hey man, let's change some things. Let's, you know, talk to the customers. Let's, let's find out what, what they want, you know, and, uh, and make yeah. the business, you know, pivot the business based around what the customer wants too. Absolutely. And, and I mean, I already emphasized the importance of sharing. And I give you uh, one little piece of research that I think makes the point big time. There's a wonderful um, piece of research from EY, which is called the Business Case for Purpose. Mm. Great study um, and great findings. So 89% of all executives, so they've asked executives about purpose in, in their organizations. 89% say an organization with shared purpose will have employee satisfaction. Bingo, right? So pretty much everybody gets it, like there's 10% or 11% that 
there. have missed the boat. But right. I mean, 89, you would think bingo. It's a high percentage. Yeah. Now, 50% of the same executives, so same study, same executive, same panel, uh, are saying our organization's strategy is reflective of our sense of purpose. Okay. So, so there's a little bit off there too, then. A little bit off there too, like half get it and half don't. Right. And then um, comes the the million dollar question, which is, does our staff have a clear understanding of organizational purpose and commitment to core values and beliefs? So guess what the fucking number is? Low. 12%. 38. 38. Wow. So 60s, more than 60%. I have no idea. Of the executives think that the people in their company don't have a clue about the purpose and the values and the beliefs and the commitment. So that's the whole point. Yeah. I mean, you can have all these statements and it might be the, the I mean, it might be Shakespeare quality yeah. like in terms of the language, right? but it doesn't really matter as long as people don't, they don't know about it, it and, and understand what it means and what it means in their life and in their part of the business mm. tomorrow, next week, next month, and so on and so forth. Right. Making it constantly like updating them, making them feel like there's an ecosystem around them, finding ways for them to feel support levels. And 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 like we just talked about, give those insights um, because you want to know that if Target is down 50% right now and their sales staff isn't saying anything, there's got to be someone eating that lunch. Now, we don't know who it is until we find out where the customer's going. But if they just said, hey, where are you going, man? What, you know, I've been noticing, I uh, haven't been coming around as much. Where are you, where are you shopping at? Hey, we're shopping at XYZ, uh, new, the new store XYZ. They're taking over everything. Oh, well, that's that's why, you know? And so, uh, and then they can pivot. They're, they're, whole, they're a huge business. Target is a huge business and an evolving brand. But it's, it's so important that, like you said, you know, like if this mission is still there, but the people aren't really doing it and aren't really taking part in this process of, talking to customers and asking them about their day and getting to know them so they can report some of this data or information up the chain so that they can make evolutionary changes in the business um, like Target did when they introduced grocery. So like instead of having to go to the grocery store, now we can just do diapers, formula, everything, groceries right there in one place. That took away uh, revenue, but it helped survive their business, you know? And so um, I think it's just, it's so important that, you know, not only are you believing in your mission, but I think it's just finding ways to share it. Like your, your whole uh, kind of your steps in your system is all about that shared responsibility. That's, you know, basically having those as a foundation. And so I think that might be a big part too. The process is how to distribute that. Is it an email, internal email marketing? Is it text messages once a month saying you're doing an awesome job and keep on going. And here's 10 bucks more in target gift cards for you to spend at your next break or, you know, finding ways to kind of, you know, just, make them feel included um, or having a hotline for them to call in at any time they want to ask questions and talk to someone about resources or questions or concerns they're having. And, and um, that can be the only way things that you try to do. I mean, you just have to try to constantly evolve. Plus there's so many new other ways, obviously now with the future, um, you know, artificial intelligence and many of these things are kind of predicting, uh, uh, you know, what's going to happen. And uh that that stuff's very interesting too. I mean, the uh, the AI space is is fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. I think I mean there was always this quote of "My door is always open," right? So at this day this this day and age, I think it's not just the door that needs to be open. You need to be active on the social channels. You got to make sure you communicate, and you can't communicate enough 
um, on, on this topic. And there's a, there's a big reward at the end, if we ever think there is an end, but there is a big reward at the end of the day, at least. There's the, uh, the company OC Tanner, which is a, uh, a great research institute in the US, and they, they're doing a global culture report. And what I call a business with soul, they, they, they call a business with a thriving culture, mm. right? And they've done the math, right? And the math is just incredible. So companies um, that have a thriving culture are 13, one, three times more likely to have highly engaged employees, okay? Wow. They have an eight times higher incidence of great work and they have a double likelihood of increased revenues. Mm. So that's all the stuff that you want to hear. But there's two other things that you want to hear that look at what they don't have. They have three times less burnout situations for employees. Mm. Okay. And most importantly, the companies are three times less likely to face layoffs. Like, yeah. Yep. So, so they're more likely to keep them around. It's more a, likely brilliant, a brilliantly healthy business with healthy employees and committed employees and happy customers. Mm. So what else can you wish for? Incredible. You guys got to go check out this book and uh, also the website too. I was looking at your website right now. You got a ton of great information from the, the news. I got the soul check. I was looking at the soul check. Uh, the soul check is, is, is a great thing because the, the soul check gives you in five minutes is a, like a temperature test right. for the soul of your company. So it's like, I think 12 questions. And uh, at the end, you get a kind of a like a um, great a, 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 soul a, check. a feedback kind of where are you? So have fun doing it. But there's also uh, one other thing on that website which I really would appreciate if anybody who listens uh, gets onto it, because obviously I've, I've covered in the book many great examples of great companies and, and what they have done. And there's one chapter in the book when I'm talking about soul drivers the people inside a company that drive the soul of the business. Mm. And very often these are not the CEOs or, or anybody with high public awareness. Very often they're in the, in the, in the, somewhere in the ranks, and, but, but they are the ones who lead by example. Mm. And uh, so if you want to uh, nominate a soul driver, you can do that on my website and they're going to get into my next um, uh, blog or my next newsletter. Nice. I really want to promote this sense of there's soul drivers everywhere. Let's recognize them and let's make sure that what I define as my vision, let's make soulless companies a thing of the past. Let's bring that to life and let's make sure it happens. So go to his website and give someone a shout out too. That he might be, you might be in his next, one of his next blogs. Uh, or a book. You don't know. He might be writing another book. You never know, my dude. Uh, let's get this one out. Let's get this one and selling this one first. But uh, but yeah, I know, I know that there's just such a, such a big topic that there could just be continuous things to talk about. Now, my man, I'm about to get into our top 10 with you. Uh, let's go. Are you ready? Of course. Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Netflix or YouTube? Uh, Netflix. Netflix. Netflix, Instagram, or Facebook? Neither, neither one. Neither are you one. on any? So are you on any social platforms? Yes, on Twitter and on uh, LinkedIn. There we go. Twitter and LinkedIn. Love it. I love it. We'll put. We'll find the uh, the uh, 
the links for that. And we'll put that in the show notes. So if you guys want to stay connected to them, we'll get that for you in the show notes. Chicken or steak, if you're thinking about a good meal. Steak. Steak. Laptop or a smartphone? Um, laptop. Laptop. Spotify or Pandora? Spotify. Spotify. They have so much great content on there. Movies or video games? Movies. Movies. I love that. The Great Escape is a great movie. Uh, reading books or listening to books? Reading. I get the read physical. Got to get the physical, especially building corporate soul, baby. Let's go. Stocks or real estate if you're thinking about diversifying your investments? Stocks. Stocks. And oceans or lakes if you're thinking about a vacation, somewhere to, to relax because we all deserve a vacation. The ocean. The ocean. The ever beautiful ocean. When you wake up in your day, you're getting ready, pumped, energized for your day. Why do you love being you? Sorry? Uh, why do you love being you? Because I have the ability right now to uh, really do everything for, for my vision uh, to make some of these companies a thing of the past. I think this is, uh, this is a piece of luxury of being in a, in a position to focus on something that really matters to you. It is. You're absolutely right. You reach financial freedom. You've reached that point of the pinnacle in many points of your life, but then you're also even taking on a bigger challenge. So I commend you for not just going out and just going, you know, to the Bahamas and going having fun on a yacht, but you're actually embracing a bigger challenge. We need to focus on the souls of businesses and help them find ways to get better through things that you like the soul system, through books, through education, and also give shout outs to those that are already doing it and are already doing this in their business and, uh, and commend them for that. You know, I think it's so important. So do you think you'll ever retire completely from the game of writing content, entrepreneurship? You'll probably be doing speaking. I'm sure once the things get open in here soon. Yeah. No, I think retirement retirement is a is an interesting concept, right? Um, and uh, you better find something, uh, even at my age, and and later on in life, right? Where you got um, intellectual stimulus. I think that is really critical to uh, not only stay young at heart, but to, to stay alive, uh, even so, during your seventies, eighties. Absolutely. Yeah, people are living like, I think the, someone died recently, the oldest person, like 115, I think it was out here recently. So people are constantly pushing past that, you know, oldest person alive is constantly kind of pushing that. The next thing will be 120, next thing will be 130, you know, and uh, and and so important because you, if you retire at 60, you got a lot, a, lot, a lot of time there just to be thinking and sitting around, you know, with the brain not, not, not uh, at the same level of critical thinking and having those challenges and things like that. So like you said, it's so important. And I think it's what keeps you, going and then more importantly beyond that you are giving just like i kind of am with this podcast after 400 shows you can come back and listen to the catalog find out what you like find what you want we've already been doing it so those shows are out there there and then i'm constantly doing shows every day i mean every monday for sure for four four shows every monday guys and so that is the process and then the giving goes who knows who's going to listen to it in a year who knows who's going to listen to it a month and that's the beautiful thing about obviously a new uh, platform like podcasting is that more and more people are hopping on podcasts, wanting to listen to podcasts, or Ralph shares it to somebody and then they want to join the B-Real show and vice versa. And so that's the beautiful thing. And if you stop, life stops, you know? So I think it's so important. Do you have a skill you're trying to master right now or get better at? Something you're trying to get better at? 
I'm 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 a tennis player, so there we go. I'm, I'm just trying. I mean, I'll never get the get get to the Federer and and that all style. And uh, but, that's awesome, uh, though. That's good. Great, yeah, good, great for your health and great, uh, great good. agility, great agility, yeah. man, on your knees and your body, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's incredible. It's important to do things you like to do with that worth it work, working out. You know, some of us. I kind of miss going to the gym a lot because they've been opening, closing, that mass, this and that at the gyms out here in California for two years. So I try to figure out new ways, but I mean, things you like to do are so important, you know, because it combines. And tennis has been great. Yeah. Has been great. Has I've been, been seeing the, the pand- pandemic. You can always play tennis. I've been seeing the tennis court super busy out here uh, in the mornings and evenings when I go for my walks with my father. Um, because like you said, yeah, it's the perfect sport for this, for this whole thing. And, uh, and just a great competitive sport too. And very hard, very, you know, good, good workout. Very good workout. If you could sit down and chop it up with anyone in the world, who would you want to sit down with to, uh, for dinner tonight? Uh, Jeff Wiener from LinkedIn. Let's go. I always think Microsoft, you know, Microsoft has made many kind of silly acquisitions. Bing was one where they kind of, I was like, are people really going to use Bing? I get it. But, and there's been, you know, companies do this. They just buy, pay for a lot for a company and it never really, really takes on. But LinkedIn has been one that when Microsoft bought that, it's been the, one of the great acquisitions of that company. And you've seen it in the stock price and, uh, and data and it flows why. through everything, marketing arms, everything. But let me tell you why. Why? LinkedIn is the perfect example for how you fill the soul system with life. They've got a great purpose. The purpose is to facilitate professional networking. Right. Clear as water. I mean, there's, there's no doubt. The vision is to create economic opportunity for every member of the global workforce. Mm. Any questions? Pretty straightforward, pretty clear. Mm. And the mission is to connect the world's professionals to make them more productive and successful. And then they got a set of values, seven values in total. And very often we've all seen this values come in a very superficial way, right? They, their values are so so straight to the point. They're a wonderful combination of outward focus and inward focus. Mm. So value number one is members first. Anybody have any question about customer centricity? Well, there you go. Value number two is relationships matter externally to your members first customers, but also internally. Then you get to be open, be honest and constructive as kind of what you want people to operate like but also then it gets into business big time so the third three last uh, values are demand excellence mm. so put the bar up high take intelligent risks mm. okay we don't want to sit you have you sit back and see what happens go do it constantly progressing and the seventh seven, and the seventh one is act like an owner and the reason why i want uh, if you could get me that dinner i'm i'm all yours uh, sit down with Jeff Wiener is he's the only person that I identified in my research that ever achieved a 100% score on CEO approval by employees at Glassdoor. Wow. There you go. There you go. The, re- the results are in the proof of the pudding folks. Uh, yeah, I've always liked that. I'm going to tag him on, on a couple posts. We're going to see what we can do. You never know. You put it out there and you never know. Can you give our listeners where is your favorite place uh, for them to learn more about the book, learn more about you, and learn more about the uh, the Soul Index and all these cool things you have on your website for free resources, guys? Yeah. So uh, as you already mentioned, the website is life. It's buildingcorporatesoul.com. So pretty straight uh, forward. You can follow me on Twitter and you can follow me on LinkedIn. And uh, 
well, the books available where great books are sold. So obviously everywhere online and then every bookstore around the country and across many countries, actually. Let's go get this book. I'm going to definitely hit you up. I got to figure out a way. We're going to get the book, maybe get a signed copy so we can put it in the office. Uh, But I appreciate your soul. I appreciate what you are doing for the world at this point in our lives. And I'm grateful for this, uh, this show. I'm grateful for the episode. I always take notes, but you got a full page of notes on you today, my man. Uh, uh, Because it's very important for me. I feel like this is my mastermind, my lecture. And I also like to, uh, when I write things, I tend to remember it for me. That's how I learn. And so I appreciate you folks. You've been hanging out with Mr. Ralph Speak and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you so much for your time today. And let's keep being real. What's another epic episode and uh if you enjoyed the episode today can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast the be real show on itunes or your favorite podcast platform and also take a little time today if you don't mind and give your boy t huff a review i would really super appreciate it and thank you so much for listening today do you want to get featured on podcast guys you can be a guest. And that's right, you have a story and the people, uh, the good folks at I Love Podcasts. That's I-L-U-V-Podcasts.com. Do that every single day. This is a new company, guys, in the space of podcast agency. And they realize a lot of the people in the, the space are just, it's just a commodity. And it does, they don't care. And these folks care. And I literally love Kenny and the team at I Love Podcasts, and they are doing it right for their customers. So you guys can be a guest on a show. I love podcast.com. That's I L U V podcast.com. Let's go.